Welcome from the Las Vegas Convention Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. We are at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS event in North America, where over 5,300 EMS professionals come from over 44 countries to unleash their potential. This is EMS World Presents Stories from the Expo, an archive of the 2017 EMS World Expo. So why should people come to EMS Expo? Why should people come to EMS World Expo? It's really its name now. Uh, This is the largest event of its kind for EMS providers. And the opportunity to interact with EMS providers from all over the country and literally all over the world um, in this venue and hear the world-class speakers that come in um, for the event, as well as seeing all of these incredible things on the on the show floor all sort of come together as a package the one thing I can't in any way shape or form downplay is that where most people are really going to have their optimal learning experience is walking out of every class walking out of every class talking to their peers about whatever just went on in that classroom um, you know you walk out of say Paul Pepe's class this morning on cardiac technology. And you've got to think about where are we going with cardiac arrest management? How am I doing my cardiac arrests at home? What can we do to improve these? Even while hearing about some really cutting edge, research driven scientific questions that haven't been answered yet. And hopefully everybody walking out of their own room was listening to him say, don't go home and do this because we don't know if it works yet. But what everybody should be walking out doing is saying, hey, Nothing in medicine is static. And coming to an event like this and being able to remember that, that 10 years ago, everybody got a standing takedown on a backboard if they watched a car crash, right? And today, we don't do standing takedowns anymore. And fewer of our patients are on backboards. Where are we going to be in five years? I don't know. When I learned how to be an EMT, when I took my first EMT class in the Dobbs Ferry Volunteer Ambulance Squad, I learned how to put on a set of mass pants. I was the first EM, I was in the first EMT class in New York State that was allowed to inflate the mass pants without calling medical control first. That was so cool. Well, mass pants, we don't even talk about these anymore. Medicine continues on, and coming to things like this gives people a chance to see how medicine's growing, see how it's changing. You can listen to some of the old, old school docs. Um, you can listen to Ken Shepke. You can listen to, I guess I fit in that old school doc. Um, you can listen to me. You can listen to um, Ed Rock. You can listen to some of the new up-and-coming folks like Sean Kivlihan. Um you know, great people with great ideas and great things to share. Um, these are things that um, fantastic reasons to come. I'm Michael Daly. I'm an EMS physician from Albany, New York. I'm the chief of pre-hospital medicine there at the Albany Medical College and serve as regional EMS medical director. In my role with um, with the event, one of the things that we try to do is fill in gaps, uh, put together a well-balanced program that's going to give as much educational opportunity um, to as many people as we possibly can, um, or share new cool ideas. 
one of the gaps that I saw as we looked at the program was that there wasn't anything that was just strictly basic life support and purely enhancing the sort of spirit of the BLS providers that were going to come make the trip out here to Expo and really have the opportunity to give them a good start to their um, to their conference. So that's where my idea for there ain't nothing basic about BLS came from and uh, it seemed to have been a pretty well received talk. It was a lot of fun to do. That room had a lot of energy, a lot of basic life support providers that are really proud about what they do and it was nice to be able to gather them all in one place so they could learn from each other as well.